0: Hey what's up everybody? It is Garrett Anderson live at you on Thursday November, not November Thursday January 4th. Um, I am messing with uh, my little knobs here on my on my, my recording device uh, to make sure that the volume is okay and that's why I said November. Um I guess that's like the default month of the year that uh that my brain wants to make my mouth say if I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing, but here I am, okay, I think I got it dialed in, paying attention to what I'm doing let's go um This is take two because uh I just spent about twenty five minutes laying on my bed, I'm kind of in a monotone talking about boiling the ocean of the world's problems and trying to fun, react, and live locally, and being on the, and I got really bored of recording that podcast, and my dog was barking, and, um, it just was a disaster, so this is take two, with a little, a uh, little better energy, a uh, little better focus, and, um, so yeah, coming up later at the end of this podcast, excuse me, I got a burp, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, yeah, it tasted like tuna fish, gross. Um, coming up at the end of this podcast is going to be a new, uh, recording of an original called, uh, the ranch song or uh, family ranch, um, which I recorded and was inspired by, um, uh, my uh, brother-in-law's ranch in South Central Texas. And I haven't been there yet, but, uh, he told me all about it and shared some details about it. And, uh, it sounds like a really cool place and, and somewhere that was near and dear to him. And, uh, I wanted to, you know, kind of commemorate it, memorialize it, immemorialize it. What's the word there? Immemorial? Is that when you make something permanent? I wanted to sort of capture it in song um, as a way for us to all sort of celebrate. And then it was cool when I wrote the song. It, uh, it sort of took on a greater meaning of the family ranch being not just the ranch that was passed down through the family, but for anybody, it's kind of like returning home to... You know, to the, the wholesome goodness of, of, you know, if you travel home for the holidays, if you're lucky enough to, to have some family that you're close with, you know, it's kind of like, wh- where's the family ranch? Where do you guys get together? And And, and then also kind of, even if you don't have a go-to place where you do get together, just getting the people together is like the family ranch, you know, it's like you go back home. Uh, reconnect with your parents or your siblings or, you know, watch your kids play with your brother's kids or, you know, watch your kids play with your sister's kids. It's it's phenomenal. And uh, I'm, I really felt like um, my cup was filled um, from doing a little traveling this, this holiday season um, and uh, got to share that song with my brother-in-law and his family. And it was super cute. Um, and uh, my daughters are even... They've, they've heard it enough. We've, we've been playing it around the house and uh, they requested it when we flew back to Arizona on the drive back from the airport to our house. They were like, play the family ranch song. And they were singing along and just really, uh, it makes my day to kind of add a little melody and rhythm and words to the universe and, you know, put it in a little two and a half minute ditty and have that, uh, you know, just be a shared experience. So, uh, Grant, Merry Christmas. Santa, uh, Santa put a little music in your stocking this year, and uh, it was really, really, really nice to share it with him. and just kind of mentally set the tone for myself to be grateful and, and appreciative of the family get-together time. Um, the holidays do kind of stress me out a little bit. One of the things I noticed was um, the I've got some extra time around the house uh, at the end of this week because uh, my girls are home for winter break, so I'm, I'm just kind of keeping busy around the house and and taking care of them. Um, at the end of this, this week, they'll go back to school next week. But, uh, I, I did notice that one of the things that from my wife and I is like, we get into the holidays and we'll like pull out a bunch of stuff, decorations, and the Christmas tree is still up. Um, is your Christmas tree still up? Is it, is it getting too late in the season after January? How, How late is it okay to keep it up? Maybe all the way into February? I don't think so, but maybe, um, yeah, it's just, I think it still looks nice. Um, it'll be a little bit of a pain in the ass to clean up. But one of the things I notice is we pull out all these decorations and like, even right now I'm recording this in my bedroom and I see that we left out some bows that we were using to wrap. Um, oh, wait, is that what those little, uh, those little nice sticker bows that you can put on top of presents. You know, there's just three little silver bows just sitting out on my wife's uh, bedside table left over from when she was wrapping some gifts. Um, if I look around, I might be able to find another example. Um, no, not in the bedroom, but you know, the Christmas tree is still out and some random decorations are still out or, or uh, lights are still out. And not only did we decorate, but sometimes like I noticed we left our Tupperware container that had all the ornaments in it. We, we just like pushed that off to the side and like an Amazon cardboard box that was just kind of pushed off to the side um, in the house somewhere and it just kind of gave it this sort of cluttered feel. Um, you know, there's a good vibe, overall good energy that we were investing in the holidays and trying to make some memories for ourselves and our, our, our kids. Um, but uh, I, I think I think you know everything in good time and everything kind of has its place. And I think I'm looking forward to tidying that all up and just going back into sort of baseline house living, family mode where we don't have this extra pressure to, uh, to make an experience. Um, so, so yeah, there's kind of a lot of tidying up and, and here in Arizona, it's actually beautiful outside. I got to, uh, go on a bike ride with my daughters today. Uh, well, one of them used her scooter uh, and the other one used her bike and, um, and I was on my bike and, Um, Oh, by the way, I I just was looking at my phone, and apparently there's like terrible, terrible winter storms hitting the northeast right now. So uh, everybody be safe out there if you're listening out there. Um, You know, Olaf from from sunny Arizona, where it was like 70 degrees today. It's actually a little warm. I was like getting sweaty on my bike ride. And uh, I I saw that with wind chill factor in the northeast, it's going to be like minus 40 um, that's just absurd. and I think like the New York area is getting slammed with a foot of snow. Um, there's already already been a few, uh, you know, winter uh, condition related deaths um, out there. So everybody be safe. Yeah, and unrelated, because I don't think it was icy, but my little sister just got through a car accident like yesterday and uh, kind of shook her up and shook everybody up. Um, thank goodness she's okay. She kind of bumped her arm a little bit, but it was a kind of a miracle that she was able to walk away. She, she was texting with me earlier and said, you know, there was only like a 50 yard stretch of guardrail and going 60 miles an hour. She got bumped into, um, by someone who was merging into, um, her lane and she managed to hit the guardrail, guardrail multiple times and then ended up facing the wrong way on the highway. When she came to a stop, uh, her car was dinged up, but she was fine. Uh, miraculously. So uh, I don't know if you believe in like guardian angels and things, but um, I survived um, a kind of scary skid out while I was driving and uh, luckily no one else was involved, but I was driving in uh, West Virginia towards a gig and hit uh, just a really strong storm, rainstorm came up from behind me and uh, I was going too fast on a downhill on tires that didn't have enough tread and just just the slightest enough turn, where I hydroplaned and did a couple three sixties into the grassy median, and it was terrifying. And I was amazed that my car didn't fly into oncoming traffic and just get smothered into several bits. And uh, and that would be the end of that. Game over. <laughs> Is that the uh, the Mario game over thought? Um, I was going to say theme song and then I said, and then I went to say song instead of theme song. And I said thong by accident. Um, I don't think I quite have that pitch down. I think I'm melodically a little all over the place on that one. But, uh, but yeah, thank goodness. Uh, my little sister didn't have game over, um, with her accident yesterday, but, man, driving is, it's something that it, we're very fortunate that it usually goes as well as it does. Um, cause it can go bad in an instant. So, uh, so yeah, me and my daughters were bike riding today and we we're, we're getting kind of further away from the house and, you know, we're not going fast. One, you know, my eight year old is on a scooter. My five year old is on a bike with training wheels and, and I'm just kind of riding alongside of them. Um, and it's good practice for when they're both riding on their bikes so we can kind of just get a sense of how to cross the street and when to wait and when it's your turn to go. And, you know, just sort of, it's good to go slow at first, I'm, I'm finding, because it was kind of stressing me out. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I want to be able to go for rides with my daughters, but they need to sort of know the lay of the land on how to be safe. So anyway, we're, we're going through the neighborhood and there's this nice bike path near us and we're going down. And then we get to this one corner. And, um, this dog was like halfway down the block and this woman was kneel, you know, kneeled over hanging out with this dog and and we all kind of noticed it. It It's this beautiful white and black dog, um, kind of had like a sheepdog kind of look to it with like, you know, dark coloring around the face, but then these cute, like white rings around its eyes. It was really cute looking dog and it just kind of starts marching towards us. And I thought that was odd because I, I assumed that the woman that was kneeling down with the dog was the owner. Well, it turns out it wasn't. And this dog just marches its way, just kind of trots down the down the street towards us. Now, um, I, you know, I'm kind of straddling my bike. Um, so I don't really have free hands, you know, I would kind of need to step off my bike and th- this dog comes up and I thought it was going to come sniff us. And frankly, I thought that the lady kneeling down was the owner and was going to call it back any minute and be like, you know, hey, um, hey, bingo, like, come on back down the street. And uh, so I called down to the woman. I said, is this your dog? And she was like, no, it's not mine. She gave me the shrug of the shoulders, which is like, I don't know what's going on here. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, it all kind of happened really quickly. This dog came upon us. I thought it was just going to kind of come over for a pet and then go back the way it came. But lo and behold, it doesn't even stop. It doesn't pay us any mind. It just rounds the corner of the street and starts walking down the street the other way, um, the way we had come. And it's, you know, not only that, but it's not even walking on the sidewalk. It's walking on the bike, you know, sort of the bike um, shoulder of the street. So my daughters and I, you know, uh, this is this dog. Is, oh, Hey, look at this nice dog. And I'm kind of like, this is weird. Is it lost? There's no owner here. And then this dog just keeps on marching. And I thought, I was like, Oh shit. So it, it just keeps going down the street. I was like, Hey, come here, come here. I tried to get it to come over and it didn't want to, it was just marching away. So I was like, Oh no. Like, and now I kind of missed my window of opportunity to engage like in hindsight, what I should have done was, try, you know, try to become friendly with this dog and see if I could grab it. Now that comes with its own risks too. You know, you grab a dog by its collar, and it's it's liable to to want to snap at you and bite your wrist. But um, you know, if it was my dog, I would hope that somebody would, you know, some good Samaritan stranger would be willing to try to do that just to make sure that the dog got home safe. But uh, you know, the, the window of opportunity passed like in an instant. And then next thing I know, this dog is halfway down the street the other way. And I've got my two daughters with me, which are obviously my priority. So I can't just hop up on my bike and haul ass down the way because, you know, who knows, God forbid, one of my daughters tries to chase me or, or uh, you know, I just, I, I couldn't leave them. They're not at the point where it'd be okay for me to to be, you know, halfway down a, a block. um, uh, or Or, you know, at least... At least I don't think so. I wasn't willing to do that. So luckily, this guy in a car that's driving by notices the dog is just walking along the street without an owner. And he kind of corners the dog. And, uh, and at that point, I was like, Okay, well, he that that's, that's a guy in a car he hopped out, he, he looked at me and I, I had to holler down to him. I was like, it's not our dog. Sorry. It's just a lost dog. And he was like, Oh, it's not yours. Oh, okay. And then I think he tried to become friendly with the dog and check its tag, see if there was a, a phone number where he could call and get in touch. And then, um, you know, my daughters, uh, um, are, are like, oh, you know, getting a little upset cause they want this dog to, to, you know, be safe and find its home or for the owner to find the dog. Um, that's always cro- kind of crossed my mind. I wonder if some dogs are dumb enough um, or, or just don't care enough that like they get lost and found and they're like, oh, whatever. It's all good. Is it the owners that care more than the dogs or do the dogs really want to get home? Um, this dog seemed a little like, eh, well, fuck it. I'm just going to wander around. Um, so this guy in the car pulls over and kind of, it looks like he's going to engage and save the day. And I was like, okay, you know what? That's just as well because I've got my two daughters with me. There's really, no, you know, we're on bikes and scooters. Like this was going to be a really tough um, save here if we were the ones to, to try to try to save this situation. So I'm kind of relieved that this guy pulls over in his car and, and, and kind of takes the bull by the horns in this situation. And so we ride back over and I wanted to go ask that lady if she had any insights. So we ride down the street where the dog came from and I go say hi to the lady that was kneeling down and she says, oh no, I was just coming out here to, you know, throw something in the trash and then I saw this dog. So I, I tried to get it to come over to me. So I knelt down and I was, uh, I pet the dog, but then it wandered off towards you guys And I was like, Oh no. Okay. Like, so you don't know whose dog this is. She was like, no, I don't. I'm so sorry. And then we kind of stood there for a moment and I was like, well, you know, I haven't really seen or heard anybody trying to find this dog, you know, like you, you know, usually you'll within a couple minutes, you'll, you'll see somebody, um, you know, running out and, and, you know, hollering for the dog, you know, Hey, bingo, bingo, come back, you know, come here, boy that kind of thing, and uh, and we, we kind of look around, and 30 seconds later, this guy's like, Bingo! I don't, it wasn't the name, but let's use that as the dog name, because Bingo was his name-o, B-I-N-G-O. Um, he's like, Bingo! Bingo! Come on! Come here, boy! And now my daughters are like, oh no! like Because now there's tension in the air, because this guy's actually trying to find his dog, and uh, hey, Bryn. hey, my five-year-old just came into the bedroom. So, um, Hey Bryn, I'm telling the story of uh, the dog that we saw on, uh, while we were bike riding. What, what do you remember about the, the story of the, the dog from today? Oh, and she got shy when I put the microphone in her face. Good girl. Um, so he's like, bingo, did you guys see a dog? And we were like, Oh, and immediately my heart sunk. Cause I'm like, oh, I should have just grabbed the dog. This guy would have been here like any minute. You know, I could have, I could have saved the day, could have been sitting here with this dog, just kind of chilling with him. And this guy comes out and sees, oh, yay, this family helped save this dog. But instead, I was like, no, he walked right past us and took a right down at the end of the street. He was like, and and then a car came over, and I think a guy scooped him up in the car. He was like, okay, well, how, like, how far? I was like, close to the light. He was like, oh, geez. So he runs back the way he came. And then a couple minutes later, we see him drive out with his car because he's like, he has no idea how far this dog has gotten by this point. So... He he drives away, and, and now me and my daughters are like, well, I guess we just continue on with our bike ride. And my 8-year-old uh, daughter is like, she's like, oh, man, like I'm starting to cry a little because I don't know if that, that man is going to find his dog. I was like, oh, sweetheart, you know, we did the best we could, and some dogs just, you know, wander away, but usually usually they get found. And remember, we saw that guy in the car, you know, so he's, he's gonna try to, he's gonna try to make sure the dog finds his, his owner, and then the owner drove away in his car, so he'll be able to try to find him, and hopefully there's a phone number on the collar, and just trying to reassure her, and we kind of ride bikes, and it's a little somber, and I'm kind of beating myself up, because I'm like, man, I could have saved the day, I could have grabbed that dog, and, uh, and then we, we get a little further down the trail and we, we turn around and come on back. And, and this was a nice kind of happy ending thing here where uh, we saw the dog owner and he, he notices us. We're a pretty noticeable group. You know, I'm on a bike and I've got two daughters with me, um, you know, on a scooter and a bike. Um, I think I've included that detail five times now. And, uh, and he notices us and, and he rolls down his window. He goes, he goes, guys, I got him back. I got my dog back. It's okay. He says, thanks for all your help. And I was like, all right. I start, I start clapping and like hooting and hollering. I was like, yeah, way to go, buddy. You know, so glad to hear it. And I'm clapping. And, and then, uh, my eight year old goes, uh, now I might cry because it's a happy ending. So, uh, so anyway, I was glad that that all was an all's well that ends well sort of situation. And, uh, and that dog uh got to get back to his family ranch. So uh without further ado, I hope you dig the tune. Um and uh we'll we'll touch base soon. Happy New Year. And um whatever it is that that you consider your family ranch where you can go get your hands dirty into something that you like doing and kind of gives you that wholesome uh happy feeling and and connects you with the ones that are important to you in your life uh go go do it. Make sure it's a priority for you. Um, pick some pick some battles out there to try to make the world a better place, but but don't uh, don't forget to go refuel and uh, and get your hands dirty at the family ranch. So, all right, cheers everybody.
1: I'm jammed up on the highway. Break lots are giving me a migraine Working for the man for a month straight If I couldn't get away I'd be gone insane I gotta get back and get my hands dirty working on the land I gotta get back to my family ranch where I take my morning coffee with the wild hogs and armadillos pick on acoustic guitars. Bobcats shake up rattlesnakes to add a little rhythm to groovy day. So come away as quick as you can, as quick as you can, and spend some time on the family ranch. In my family since the dust bowl days still awful dusty till we get a spring rain then everybody drinks from the cup of life the bass will be running on the river tonight i gotta get back and get my hands dirty working on the land i gotta get back to the family ranch Like whale, I sing in tunes If you gotta get around, hop on the mule Gate is gonna cost you an arm and a leg If you forget how to get away So get away as quick as you can As quick as you can Head on down to the family ranch Alright Best friend eats like a king And we we'll watch our babies grow Like the live oak trees Strong and tall we we'll raise them right Come on girl, let's go tonight So come on baby And take my hand Help me make it a family ranch Help me make it in a family ring